Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to share with you all and remind you that you can depend on God. So I've been reading 2 Chronicles and it's just been so good. And you know, today I really wanna um, talk to you all about how you can depend on God and we're gonna be reading about King Asa. Um, King Asa was the king of Judah and we're gonna learn a lot about, you know, through his story and his walk with the Lord, how we can rely on God. And that is so important that we put our trust in God. And, you know, before I get into the scriptures, something that I just wanted to share to remind you all too is to pray and ask the Lord to give you a greater fear of Him. Because when we fear God, that means that we see Him rightly, that we acknowledge that He sees all things, that He's sovereign, that He's in control. And as I read, you know, the scriptures, and I pray that as you read the scriptures, when you read these stories about these men and women encountering God and seeing how God moved on behalf of them, let us have this fear of the Lord of God, you are real. You see everything, you know, you see the thoughts that I have. And, you know, we read in scripture that God wants us to seek him. He wants us to put him first. Like God sees those little things. And I pray that every single day we would have this awareness that God is real, you know, and at the same time too, that we don't live in fear or anxiety because we know that God is faithful, right? God is so for us, you know, so as we get into second Chronicles, keep that in mind right? And start praying in these next couple of days if you don't already. Like, God, give me a fear of you, Lord. Help me to see you rightly. Because when we see him rightly, we're going to walk out in wisdom. We're going to love God rightly. And we're not going to live in fear because we know that God is God Almighty. Like, there is no other God in this world that is above the God that we serve, right? The God of Abraham. Okay, so we're going to be in Second Chronicles 14. I'm going to start from here. But in verse 2, it says, King Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. He removed the foreign altars and the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. So King Asa, you know, if when you read it in the Old Testament, you'll see that there are various kings that strayed away from God. But King Asa was one that made sure that they served God and that they got rid of all the other gods that were being worshipped. So as we read on in verse 6, it says, and he built fortified cities in Judah for the land had rest. He had no war in those years because the Lord had given him rest. So that's a really great point that I want you guys to remember as well, that when we seek God and live rightly, he gives us rest. doesn't mean that we won't have troubles, but even in the midst of troubles, we will still find rest in the Lord. So verse seven says, therefore, he said to Judah, let us build these cities and make walls around them and towers, gates and bars while the land is yet before us. Because we have sought the Lord our God, we have sought Him, and He has given us rest on every side. So like I said earlier, when we seek God, He gives us rest, you know. And this could also even mean too, like maybe you're just distressed in your spirit or you're starting to get fearful. Seek the Lord, right? Go to the secret place and ask the Holy Spirit to comfort you because Scripture says that the Holy Spirit is our comforter. So we can go to God and come with Him with faith and expectancy that He's going to come and give us rest. He's going to speak his revelation that will bring change in our hearts and really bring us true rest. You know, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. 
so in him we can find peace and rest. But here, you know, King Asa says that we have sought God and he has given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. And Asa had an army of 300,000 from Judah who carried shields and spears, and from Benjamin, 280,000 men who carried shields and drew bows. All these were mighty men of valor. Then Zerah, the Ethiopian, came out against them with an army of a million men and 300 chariots, and he came to Marisha. So Asa went out against him, and they set the troops in battle, array in the valley of Zephatha at Marisha. And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help, whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on you, and in your name we go against this multitude. O Lord, you are God. Do not let man prevail against you. So clearly we can see here, first of all, let's like look at the the amount of army that Asa had versus the Ethiopian, right? Versus Zerah, the Ethiopian who came to attack. It says here that Asa only had 300,000 from Judah and 200,000. Whereas Zerah, the Ethiopian, he was coming out against King Asa with a million troops, a million, like so much larger, you know? And you might be facing something in life too where what you're facing is not something that you with your own strength or your own resources can overcome. But in moments when you're facing impossibilities, you need to put your trust to God. You need to look to him, right? Just as King Asa, he looked to God for help. He said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help, right? As in like, God, you can do anything, whether we have many or few with us, whether we have many or with those who have no power. So in this case, you know, they really were incomparable to the army of Zerah. So then he goes on and says, Lord, you are our God. Do not let man prevail against you. And I was just reminded that the fact that King Asa acknowledged they're not just attacking us, they're attacking you, God. And just like any father, you know, when you have a child and your child gets attacked, as a parent, that attack goes on you, right? Like if someone were to attack my daughter, I would feel that attack towards me. And so when we live rightly, right, and we live in Jesus, we are called children of God, right? He's given us the right to become children of God for those who believe him. That's what scripture says. And so as children of God, when the enemy attacks us, understand that it's an attack to God. And God's not just going to sit there and do nothing. He's going to move on your behalf, right? Like the Lord is so dependable. And we can see here right after in verse 12, so the Lord struck the Ethiopians before Asa and Judah and the Ethiopians fled. So here we can see that God moved on behalf of King Asa's cries to him. And so when you're in distress, look to God, right? Don't start scrambling and looking for help for, you know, the things of this world, right? Unless the Lord says to go there, but look to God first. Ask God for help because your ultimate help comes from him, right? I, I pray that as we read, as we continue reading Second Chronicles, that you would start realizing that you can depend on God no matter what you go through. And like, this has really been ministering to me you know, because sometimes there's times too where like I get scared about my marriage or like my future. But then I'm just reminded like, God, I'm your child. You care about me. You're going to protect me. You know, I don't have to live in worry. Like as parents, you don't want your kids constantly living in fear, right? So God also doesn't want us to live in worry, right? Matthew 6, God makes it clear. Do not worry about tomorrow, right? For God knows your needs. Your heavenly father knows your needs before you even ask for them. And so we don't have to live in worry, but we can depend on God. Right? We don't have to worry because we can depend on God. He is so trustworthy. He is so sovereign. 
right? Like when we see him rightly, when we read these scriptures, it's like, wow, even though the Ethiopians had a million men, God was greater than that. And so understand who goes before you, who is for you, right? King Asa says, you are our God. So make that declaration like, God, I thank you that I don't have to fear my situation because you are for me. Even for those who maybe are going through a health situation, right? Start declaring your health, thanking God for your healing, right? Like posturing your request, even in a form of thanksgiving, that helps increase your faith. There has been times too in my life where, you know, Michael and I were going through something and we just had to posture it in a position of thanksgiving. God, I thank you for this. So I'm not going to read all of Second Chronicles 15, but I did want to point out verse 2. So after that, um, God sends him... Azariah, who prophesies to him, he brings the word of the Lord. And he says this, He went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. So this is very pivotal because, you know, there must be a reason why God sent Azariah to warn King Asa. And we're going to read, we're going to get into Second Chronicles 16, the reason why, you know, but this is something important for us that, when we seek God, we will find him. But when we forsake God, he will forsake us. And it's not that God doesn't love us, but when we choose to like leave God, he can't fellowship with sin, right? A life of sin. And so it's so important that we live rightly, guys. You know, I've been talking about this on almost every podcast, but it's really been just a burden in my heart to just remind you that God wants us to walk in oneness, to walk in fellowship with him. And that means not grieving the Holy Spirit right? Walking purely, thinking pure thoughts. And if there's anything impure, confess it, right? Jesus says in scripture, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to cleanse us, right? But we need to first confess it to God. But we need to just make sure that we're constantly analyzing our hearts and living rightly before him. Okay, so now we're going to get into 2 Chronicles 16. So it starts off by saying, in the 36th year of the reign of Asa, Baasha, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah that he might let none go out or come into Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa brought silver and gold from the treasuries of the house of the Lord and of the king's house and sent to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between you and me, as there was between my father and your father. See, I have sent you silver and gold. Come break your treaty with Baasha, king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. So, you know, from that last battle that we just read in 2 Chronicles 14, it had to be at least, you know, a little over 15 years. Because when you read in 2 Chronicles 15, it says that in the 15th um, reign of Asa, they celebrated and, and gave sacrifices to God. And now we're in the 36th year. So the 36th year, um, King Baasha of Israel is trying to torment King Asa. And so King Asa goes to the king of Syria, right? He sends him silver and gold from the house of God and says, hey, break your treaty and come help out me. So while this may seem like wise, you know, in the eyes of the world, the mistake that King Asa made was he didn't seek God, right? When he got that attack, instead of like asking the Lord for help, he directly was like, you know what? Let me go to the king of Syria. And so God sends a seer to King Asa, right? In verse seven, it says, and at that time, Hanani the seer came to Asa, king of Judah, and said to him, because you have relied on the king of Syria and have not relied on the Lord your God, therefore the army of the king of Syria has escaped from your hand. Were the Ethiopians and the Lubim not a huge army with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you relied on the Lord, 
he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly. Therefore, from now on, you shall have wars. Then Asa was angry with the seer and put him in prison, for he was enraged at him because of this. So it's so sad, you know, because King Asa started off trusting God. But sadly, you know, in the 36th 36, the 36th year of his reign, when King Baash, Baasha of Israel comes to attack him, he doesn't rely on God. He goes straight, right? Goes straight to the king of Syria. And because of that, God said, you are no longer going to have rest, but you're going to constantly experience war. And so it's so important that whenever we are facing, you know, a fork in the road or a problem in our lives, we need to seek out God because number one, God is the one who will provide our solution. Like he's our God. He's our savior, guys. Like God didn't just send Jesus to die on the cross and then left us alone in this world. Like he let Jesus die on the cross, but now Jesus says he's given us his spirit so he will never leave us. Right? God even says in the scripture, since the Old Testament, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so God wants us to constantly depend on him. Let us not be ignorant and disregard God in the decisions that we make. Or when we're facing a problem, let our instinct be, let me pray and see what the Lord wants. And as you grow your relationship with God, you're going to grow in your sensitivity to know what God is saying. You know, God may speak through people or when you read the scripture, the Holy Spirit may bring conviction. You know, and pray, ask the Holy Spirit to help you to be more sensitive to his voice and his direction. And you know, God used the seer to remind King Asa, you know, of that wasn't God with you and the Ethiopians with the vast army trying to attack you. Didn't God show up? You know, it's so important that we don't forget what God has done for us, that we don't forget when we read the scriptures of who God is. You know, even if God did something years ago, like in this case, you know, the Ethiopian attack was, you know, like I said, a little probably a little over 15 years but even though it's been so long ago we have to remember stay steadfast every day renewing our minds and reminding ourselves that god is trustworthy reminding ourselves that god is sovereign and it's sad because instead of king asa responding in in meekness and humility and asking forgiveness he was upset right says he was angry at the seer and put him in prison and you know now we don't need a prophet or a seer to speak to us we have the holy spirit who can bring conviction but it's so important that when the Holy Spirit convicts us that we soften ourselves in humility and ask God for forgiveness. Because who knows if King Asa had asked God for forgiveness, who knows, maybe God would have given him rest. You know, but he responded with pride. He responded with anger. And it even says too in verses 12, in the 39th year of his reign, Asa became diseased in his feet and his malady was severe. Yet in his disease, he did not seek the Lord, but the physicians. Like how sad is that? that King Asa, he started well, but then he ended with a hardened heart. So I pray that those who are listening, that your heart was softened, right? And, and even if you've messed up, it's not too late. Turn back to God. God is merciful, right? Scripture says that his mercies are new every day. So we just need to come humbly before him and say, Lord, forgive me for the times where I've forsaken you. Forgive me for the times when I thought money was my savior, when I thought my job was my savior. God is merciful, you know, I pray that this, you know, as, you know, we read Second Chronicles, I encourage you to get in the scriptures and read it yourself. But I pray that as you read Second Chronicles, that you would remember that God is trustworthy, that you can depend on God. Psalm 34, 17 says, The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Like God is our deliverer and he hears our cries, guys. Even if you feel like God isn't hearing, like understand he does. You have to start knowing the character of God. 
right? We need to start renewing our minds. Like maybe in our minds, we might think like God never listens to me or God doesn't come through. We have to start renewing our minds and saying, God, you hear me, right? Because how can we expect ourselves to walk out in faith if we don't even believe God is for us, right? Faith starts from knowing who God is. And as we read the Bible, we learn the character of God. We learn who he is. God is faithful to his children. So as long as we live rightly, we can always trust that God will be there for us. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. God makes his promise that when we seek him with all our heart, we will find him. And I want to end with Psalm 86, 8. It says, Among the gods, there is none like you, Lord. No deeds can compare with yours. So let us remember that there is no other God in this world that can be compared to the God that we serve. No other person, no other resource. So wherever you're at in your life, turn to God. If you haven't given your life to Jesus, now is the time to get your life right. Right? First, get it, you know, invite the Lord to be your savior. Invite the Holy Spirit in and live a life that follows according to God's word. Live a life where you're seeking God day and night. You're seeking his will, you're seeking to please him. And when we do that, we will see God's mighty hand come through in our lives. So I want to pray for you guys. God, I thank you, Lord, for every single person listening. I pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, that you would fill every single person that is listening right now and that you would renew their mind with the truth, that you would help them, God, to see you rightly. I thank you, God, that you're a father that we can depend on, that you're our ultimate father, that we never have to live in worry because you promise to never leave us or forsake us. God, you even say in Matthew, Lord, that you will be with us until the very end of age. So I thank you, God, that we never have to be in fear. We never have to be distraught. But Lord, you are with us. And I pray, God, that those, Lord, who need to humble themselves, God, that they would humble themselves, that they would come before you in true repentance. And Lord, that you would come with mercy and grant them, God, their desires, that you would turn their situations around, Lord. I thank you, God, that you're faithful, you're merciful, and you're loving, Lord. Help us to see you rightly, Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. So I pray that you guys have been blessed by this message. Um, you know, like I said before, please prayfully as well consider partnering with our ministry. You know, we definitely need all the finances we can get to continue the work that we're doing. Um, we're working right now on finishing our Act Study Guidebook and building more resources for you guys to study the Word. You know, um, I need a team. It's, it's beyond myself to do what I do, and I want to focus on the things that God is calling me to focus on, like studying the Word, creating resources. So, you know, definitely pray about partnering with us or even giving a one-time donation. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. And if you're listening on the podcast, please write a review on how this podcast has blessed you. The more reviews you write, the more we're able to reach other people as well. So thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next time. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.